Going through a difficult time like divorce can leave you feeling like you deserve immediate gratification. In this episode, I urge you to resist the temptation. Learning to delay gratification can make you happier and more successful professionally and personally. Now, throughout your life, you're likely to spend a lot of your time waiting anyway, so you might as well get good at it. In this episode, I share five benefits of delaying gratification and eight techniques to help you get better at doing it. I'm Dr. Lisa Summerhour. I'm here to help you live your life your way because divorce is not a destination. Well, hello, hello, hello. Um, let me see. I, I have to start doing a few tests before I get started. And I'll give, time, I'll give a few minutes or a little bit of time for some folks that might be coming in to join us. But one, I want to make sure you can hear me. So if you can hear me, okay, clap or something. So I'll know that um, everything is coming through okay as far as the volume. Awesome. You can hear me. And I, I'm going to do a little uh, information thing here to make sure you know how to request if you have something that you want to share when I, I open the mic up. So you're going to look down in the lower left, there is a circle with two lines in it. If you click on that, you should see an option to uh, ask to be on stage or for your, your to be able to speak to me. And hopefully you're able to see that. Hey, Chris, thanks for joining this evening. So I'm Dr. Lisa Summerow. I'm creator of a proprietary program called Divorce is Not a Destination. And it's designed to help women who are in high profile positions, who are on the brink of divorce, have been divorced, and some who are working really hard to not get divorced. And I know that they're looking for community support and confidentiality as they go through one of the most difficult times in their lives. And this show is also a part of that. What I help them do is learn to align their lives with their values, um, help them get a grip on accountability, uh, teach them to communicate with confidence and no guilt and help them learn to trust themselves again. And like I said, this podcast is an offshoot of that program where I'm able to come on every week and talk to you about things that may impact a lot of other people going through different things that don't include divorce. But I really try to make sure that I, I give special time to let people understand if you're going through a divorce, how these things can help you particularly. So tonight I'm going to be talking about how you can delay gratification and the benefits of that, how it can help you be happier and more successful. And it's interesting that there's actually science behind delayed gratification. Matter of fact, some philosophies and some faiths actually teach their practitioners how to delay gratification, how to be patient and learn how to wait with grace and ease because there are benefits to, uh, to people, to us on so many different levels. So I'm going to be talking to you about five benefits of delaying gratification and I have like seven or eight um, techniques that you can use to delay gratification to help you start on this process. And uh, maybe you can share if you feel like you're doing it or if you feel like you're really bad at it <laughs> as we as we move further into the show. Uh, so the first way, the first benefit, one of the, the first benefit I'm going to talk about is how it can improve performance. And this is whether you're in school or it's your job performance, but this also can apply to your personal life. It can improve how you're showing up in your life. And there are studies that have been done even with children on asking a child, uh, you put candy in front of them and say, I, you can eat it now, but if you wait, you'll get X, Y, and Z. And they leave the room and some of the kids gobble the candy up immediately. 
and the other kids wait patiently or maybe impatiently, but they still wait. And they've done these, these longitudinal studies and the kids that waited end up showing more success in their lives and their education and all of these things. So there actually is science around that. So one of the benefits of being able to delay gratification is that it could help you be a much more successful and productive person. Now, when I think about this as it relates to somebody who's going through a divorce or still dealing with the aftermath of a divorce, sometimes going through a divorce or something traumatic uh, can put you in a frame of mind. Well, I went through this difficult thing, or this was so horrible, or I, I felt like I was mistreated and I deserve blah, 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 whatever this thing is. You can start this mindset that you somehow are entitled to these things that you want. And it, and it breeds a, um, a personality type or behavior. I'll say it breeds the behavior that won't delay gratification. You want instant gratification. You want it right now. And you want it all the time, immediately. And it's because you've you've created an environment in your a space in your mind that says, I deserve it now because I things were hard for me, or this was really painful, or after all I've been through, shouldn't I have? And so it can actually have an adverse effect on your ability to delay things. So if this sounds like you, we're gonna talk about four more of these things that you can start uh grounding yourself in to go, this is why I wanna get better at this, because these are some of the benefits. So another benefit. It can enhance your relationships. Ooh, how about that? Um, so people who are able to delay gratification are able to um, delay the anger. They're, they're able to kind of sit with something that's uncomfortable, something that they didn't like. And so they're able to take enough time so that they can respond to something as opposed to reacting to something. And that can definitely enhance your relationship, probably lower stress. <clears throat> there's probably some health benefits to being able to uh, keep from just getting angry instantaneously as well. But uh, you learn to look at the big picture and by delaying that immediate response, it gives you a few minutes to take the other person's feelings into account. And that is always going to be beneficial in any relationship, whether it's a loved one, a, a partner, whether it's your children, uh, friends, coworkers, it's rarely a bad thing to sit back and sit with it for a few minutes and give yourself a chance to respond to what just happened as opposed to simply reacting to what happened. So that's another one. There is a physical fitness component to this as well. And I'm going to, I'm going to read this one. Studies show that those who don't practice delayed gratification, they call them, or they, they call them low delayers. They're not able to delay. They tend to have a higher body fat higher body fat. Is that crazy? Everything right now, right now, higher body fat. So if you appreciate the long-term benefits of nutritious food and regular exercise, you're less likely to overindulge in eating poorly junk food because junk food is typically one of those things that we go after when it's an immediate gratification. You know, most folks don't rush to a bowl of broccoli. <laughs> they don't like, I got to have it right now, but they will do it with a piece of a sweet potato pie. Um, or, you know, you usually don't see people hiding uh, Brussels sprouts in the refrigerator so nobody else can find it, but they might do it with that macaroni and cheese. So that even, even your physical fitness could be something that is impacted positively by your ability to learn how to delay gratification. Fourth one, lowers the risk of substance abuse. I thought this was really interesting. Um, drug addiction 
you know, can be really painful. And what I've, what I've heard and what I've learned is that there are addictive personality types. So you might be addicted to cigarette smoking or drinking or drugs, but you can also be addicted to things that are perfectly legal, like shopping or watching TV too much. And so if you aren't able to even delay or pull back or restrain yourself from doing that, think of how much time you spend in front of the television if it's keeping you from getting other things done. And so your ability to delay even those kinds of gratifications, shopping's a huge one because not being able to delay your ability to shop could start impacting you financially. And a lot of folks out there are, are going to be able to relate to this. So those areas where even if it's if it's an, a legal habit, um, it could still be detrimental to you just because it's legal doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you, right? So lowering your risk at just this, this the article that I pulled up was talking about substance abuse, but it's really lowering your uh, ability or increasing your ability to not give in to all those temptations. And let me see, I see somebody here. Hey, Chris, I'm in front of the TV right now, craving sweet potato pie. Man, easily influenced, just heard TV and sweet potato pie. Well, two out of three, you didn't go for the mac and cheese. So there's still, there's still, <laughs> there's still one more. I'll see if, I'll see if later on tonight, before I get off here, you tell me you're boiling pasta for your, your macaroni and cheese that you're making yourself. Um, so lowering that risk. And then the fifth benefit to delaying gratification is you get to enjoy more contentment. You, you get to have more contentment in your life, being comfortable and happy and even satisfied with what you already have. And that doesn't mean you don't want more or better or different. It just means when you can be content with what you have, the things that come after that, you're able to really embrace them and enjoy them at a, at a different level. So self-control allows us to set goals and focus our energies on reaching those goals and reaching the things that are really important to us. So we can make better uh, decisions and we can accomplish more when we're able to delay that gratification. And, and it, it positions us to be able to handle setbacks a little bit better as well. So those are our five benefits of being able to delay gratification. So I want to leave you with, with some tools, some ideas that maybe get your, your brain going about Hmm, how would I do that? What does that look like? And, and I don't want to put these out here and have you think they're really easy because if you've developed a habit of watching TV right up until you fall asleep in the bed, it has become part of your pattern and it's going to take some weaning off probably for you to stop even that kind of a habit. Um, I, for a while was really good at, I call it a uh, digital uh, sunset. And that means I turn my TV off, my electronics, my phone. I, I get off of everything an hour or, or, or more before I'm going to go to bed. And it's just so that my brain doesn't have all of these devices activating it right up until I go to bed. And I was doing this for months and then I got out of it and it's a challenge. It was a challenge for me to get back into that habit because I got used to sitting and watching TV until I turned the TV off and then went right to bed. But what I realized is my sleep has uh, was much better when I had that digital sunset time, when I had that hour or so. Um, also, same thing with eating, trying not to eat uh, within two hours of going to bed. And these are, are habits and behaviors that you have to adopt. <laughs> Godliness with contentment is great gain. That's There you go, Chris. Thanks. Um, those are habits that I had to learn. 
And then I can, I know that I can relearn them because I've done them before, but the, the longer I stay away from them and the longer I replace those with habits that aren't as beneficial for me, the more challenging it is to go back. So I, I don't want you to think this is easy. You really need to set the intention and then set yourself up for success by creating habits that breed other really good habits. So here's some of the techniques you can use for delaying gratification. Um, recognize the complexity of your mind. And so what that means is um, health experts will now speak in terms of something called fixed personality traits. Um, I'm sorry, interactions rather than fixed personality traits. So in other words, you know, if people, if you grew up with people telling you, oh, that's just how you are as part of your personality, and you believe that, you start justifying how your your behavior patterns because you just go, it's just how, how, how I am. It's who I am. I've always been like this. And that limits your ability to make these behavioral changes that you're going to need to make to learn how to delay gratification. If you look at them, uh, the circumstances that you're having trouble resisting temptation uh, rather than labeling yourself as being weak. So this is an interaction with this experience that I'm having not a personality trait that I can't change or that I have to really fight to change. So change the dynamic, change the way you're thinking about yourself, that this is an interaction that I'm having. Uh, I'm going to pick Chris with that, that, uh, what was it? Sweet potato pie, um, or the TV addiction or the shopping addiction and realize this is what happens when I put myself in interaction in this situation. This doesn't have to be identified as a personality trait that I don't have control over. And that will put you in a position to help you start figuring out a technique that'll work for you to, to start self-correcting. Um, another one is to divert your attention. So find something else to pay attention to so that that thing that is problematic for you isn't sitting right in front of you. So um, it could be cheesecake or we're going to stick with sweet potato pie. So if you are having this craving for this sweet potato pie and you know it's going to be your third piece, um, learn to, uh, let me see. I'm, I'm going to read this. Just turning your attention away from that or the remark of you finding it annoying, you know, find, tell yourself that you're, 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 you recognize that you want this thing, but do you really need to have it right now? And what is something else that you could have? So, Maybe you go drink a glass of water. Maybe you go take a walk. Maybe you tell yourself, let me get a glass of water and read for 15 or 20 minutes and see if I even still have this urge. Because the immediate gratification is, I want the sweet potato pie and I'm just going to go and I'm going to get it. And if you can just give yourself a few seconds to arrest that thought process, you can divert your attention to something else and realize that it really wasn't that big a deal for you and you're able to move past it. Got something going on. I'm going to turn my heat off in here. So that's, that's another one. Divert your attention. Um, pause. So this is part of actually diverting your attention. Sit with it a minute and have a conversation with yourself. <coughs> so literally, pause yourself. Don't get up and go to the refrigerator. Um, don't take the blouse to the register. Oh, I have a, I have another one that goes with this that I'm going to talk to you about in a minute. Don't take that blouse to the register right away because it wasn't something that you really needed. It's just something that you kind of want. And so if you can just pause that 
that desire, that urge to just do something in that instant, that pause may be all you need to start thinking, wait a minute, why am I getting ready to go eat another piece of pie? Like, what is that about? And now you can back up to diverting your attention and get the water or find something else to do or take a walk. And so that's another technique. So you've got recognize how your mind works. Look at it as an interaction rather than a personality trait. Um, divert your attention and put yourself on pause. <coughs> put yourself on pause so you don't do that thing that you were getting ready to do without even thinking about it. Hey, Bethany and Bobby. Hey, Piper. Um, and Rick is in here. Hi, Rick. Um, think ahead. So you can live in the moment and still plan ahead. So thinking ahead is if I eat this pie right now, what is that going to do to my meal plan that I've been on? Or what is that going to do for the, the, the goal that I've set for myself to lose five pounds over the next two months or whatever it is? Um, what is buying this blouse or these shoes going to do to my budget? So figure out what is it that I can do right now that's going to make me feel good where I can get some sort of gratification without doing that thing that's going to upset my longer term, more important goal. So it's a lot of thinking and processing that this is going to call you to do, or maybe just a little bit more than you had been doing by pausing and having these conversations with yourself. Um, visualize. So experiment with visualizing. So if you spend the $400 on this pair of shoes and you wear them the first time and in your mind you go, man, what if I wear these $400 shoes and I scuff them up the very first time I wear them and now I'm, I'm just going to be really irritated. Figure out what is it that you need to visualize to take the shine off of whatever this thing is that you feel like you have to do right now in this moment. So that's a, that's a, an experiment. Um, I have this thing that I do, I call it pretend shopping. So it takes, it takes visualization to a whole nother level. And one of my favorite places to do this is the, um, <clears throat> what's the organizer store. And I can't think of the name of the store right now, but I, it's one of these stores that I don't go in very often, but I'll do it at uh, home goods. I'll do it at home Depot. I'll do it in any store. And I get a cart and I go around and I put things in the cart that I would love to have. And I did this one day, the container store. I did this one day in the container store. And when I looked at the cart, I had about $700 worth of stuff in this cart. And now everything in that cart, I could have put to use. It wasn't that I just grabbed thing off. They were things that I was like, I really want this. And I just walked around the store with the things in the cart. And the longer I did it, the more I realized I may want these things, but there's nothing, there, there's maybe a few things. There might be $30 worth of stuff in this cart that I could say, I could take this home because it's something I need. It was probably hangers or something like that. And then I slowly walked back around the store and I put everything back on the shelf. And for some reason for me, that works. It, it's like, I get to feel like I'm going to buy it, but it gives me time to pause and think about what's this going to look like down the road, this $600 on things that I really don't need right now. I just, it would just be nice to have them. And I'm able to have that conversation with myself and, it, and I can delay the gratification or just avoid it altogether. Because by the time I'm done, I realize buying this stuff is not going to feel good. It's not going to make me feel gratified at all. My mom is coming on 10 bucks. She's going to talk about this purse. Is that <laughs> is the story? I thought about your, I thought about your purse story as I was talking about my pretend shopping. So yeah, do, do tell.
<laughs> yeah, I was at a store one day and um, I saw this handbag. It was beautiful, just gorgeous. And it was very expensive, very expensive. And I put it on my shoulder and I walked around and I just wanted this bag. So I called my daughter, <laughs> which is another thing you can do. Yep, that's call another good one. A, call a friend. Phone, phone a friend. Phone yeah. a friend. And I told her about this bag. I don't think I sent you a picture of it, but I told her about the bag and how much it cost. And she said, Mom, go put the bag back. <laughs> it was like, go back to where you found it go and back put the to, bag back. Put the bag back. Take a picture and, of yourself uh, holding the bag if you want, but put the right, bag back. Right. And I have not regretted that. So no, yeah, and, and phone a friend. Yeah, that, that goes with the next one, which is think about the impermanence of whatever this item is or whatever this thing is that you feel like you have to have right now. So- $400 shoes, a very expensive purse. My sister has a saying, she goes, why would I buy a $300 purse if I only have $30 to put in it? Um, so that that's another one. But it, how to get something that's going to be temporary, it's not going to last you forever just to get short-term gratification. So really think about the impermanence of whatever this thing is that you feel like is going to grati be gratifying to you in the moment. Is it still going to be gratifying to you in six months? And some of us or some of you can go to your closets right now and look at item after item after item that you thought was going to be gratifying when you bought it. And you may have worn it once, or I know people that still have tags on things. And it was that immediate gratification, that short-term gratification uh, for something that has a, a pretty hefty price tag or just doesn't have any utility. You're just not wearing it. As uh, the 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 uh, organizing lady says, it doesn't bring you joy. It's not, it's not bringing you joy. So if it's not going to bring you joy long term, and you don't really need it, that's something to think about. Uh, now here's another one. Look for think about a role model. So think of somebody who is operating in a way that you think would benefit you. So <clears throat> if it's if your goal is to save money and pay off debt. Then uh, Tiffany, her she goes by the budget nista. Maybe you'll ask yourself, what would Tiffany say? What would the budget nista say? Get a role model in your mind that you can call call on when you're. I'm gonna mute you, mom, or you can mute you. Um, get somebody in your mind that you can think about when these things hit you and go, what would they do if this was them? How would they how would they handle that? Um, and so I, I have someone that's, you know, does the, what, what would Oprah do? And this is for business stuff. Um, but you can do this with this whole idea of, of delayed gratification. So if it's money that you're trying to, if it's, if it's real estate, think of a real estate person that, you know, your real estate agent, and what would they do in this situation? If I'm trying to save up money for a home and I'm getting ready to spend a thousand dollars on a handbag. Is that something that they would advise you to do? So you can use that and kind of role model yourself into doing the right thing. What would so-and-so say? Some of you may just go to your mom. What would my mom say? <laughs> what would my sister say? Because my mother's right. We all do that with each other. I called them a month ago. I was in Maryland. I went to a thrift store with a girlfriend and they had a faux fur coat. It was only $35. But I need a faux fur, another faux fur coat living in Southern California right now like I need a jet. I don't need one. But I took the picture and sent it to them because it looked so cute. And then I was able to put it back on the shelf because they were like, don't you have two faux fur coats? Yep. 
aren't you now living in Southern California? Mm-hmm. So phone a friend, phone a family member who's going to tell you the right thing. Don't call the friend or the family member who you know is going to tell you, girl, you better get it. Just, it, it looks so cute. It doesn't matter if you have two or three of them already. Get that when it's a different color. Don't call that friend because you only call that friend because you are stuck in immediate gratification and they're your immediate gratification BFF. So call somebody else who's going to help you support what your goals are. Um, then this last one, reinforce that new habit. So the self-control is going to get stronger the more you practice it. And you're going to feel much better about doing this, the better at it that you get. So even if you need to keep a journal, keep a journal for each time you have that impulse to have immediate gratification and you are able to write it out. Write down what it was and write down how you got past it. Did you call somebody for help? Did you pause? Did you take a few minutes to think about, okay, this is going to feel good right now, um, but in another week, I'm going to have buyer's remorse. Or if I finish eating this piece of pie that I, it's not even a piece of pie. Sometimes I call them wedges because it's not even a slice. It's a wedge. <laughs> and if I eat this entire wedge of pie, I'm not going to feel good in an hour. I'm not going to feel good about having eaten it. So maybe you eat a slice. Maybe you just have a sliver. Maybe it's just a forkful that will do. If you're not to the point of just saying, I'm not having any of it, give yourself a taste and let that, let that be the thing that satisfies you, but keep a journal somewhere so that you can write it down or call somebody who is really supporting you in dealing with this stuff and tell them what you just did. Tell them what you just delayed. Tell them I didn't buy the blouse. I walked around the store with it for, for an hour. I tried it on. I took pictures. I sent them to my sister and told her, but I put the blouse back on the shelf because I really didn't need the blouse, right? So these are five things that you can do, five benefits rather to delaying gratification and then eight techniques that you can use to help you be able to learn to get better and better and better at delaying gratification because that immediate gratification is often what gets us in trouble in a lot of different areas in our life. It could be, look, it could be meeting somebody when you're out and, uh, you know, you're thinking, oh, they seem like a nice person and I delay the gratification, exchange numbers and go home and think about the conversation you had and then decide if it's, if you're going to make the phone call. Um, it could be eating. We talked about shopping. There are so many things that we do just day to day that are immediate gratification that we end up feeling some kind of remorse or regret about later. So hopefully these have helped you. And I'm going to open it up now. And I, I'm curious to know, does anyone out there have something where they really struggle with delaying the gratification um, or something that you used to struggle with and you've gotten much, much better at it? And I want to see if there's anybody out here. Hey, Bethany and Bobby. And mom, thanks for sharing her, her, her purse story. So th this is something I want you to, uh, to think about. Um, if you catch me on Facebook, I'll probably be putting something about this on there, there, and you can put your comment there, but this is research-based. There's science behind it. You can look some of this stuff up so that you can see 
the better you get at this, the better you're going to feel about yourself and the better you position yourself to have success in your in your life day to day. So I want to thank everybody for for being here tonight. We are going to hop off. I, I actually am going on a on a date with my mom tonight. We're going to a holiday. We're, where are we going? We're going to Dave Kaz's Christmas show uh, later on this evening. So I'm pretty excited about that because it was a happy accident. Um, it was uh, someone gave us tickets, so we didn't even spend money. So I don't. I'm not going to have any buyer's remorse tomorrow about how much money we spent on the tickets. Chris is coming on. Hey, Chris, how are you doing? <laughs> Real good. Just very quickly, I know you're leaving, but I want to say this. Uh, I have listened to you and watched a football game and resisted sweet potato pie and am going to go eat homemade chicken soup. Thank you. Look at you showing off. Okay, how'd you resist the sweet potato pie? I don't have any. I'm too lazy to go get it. See? <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. If it's not around, you can't eat it. Um, so there's that's another way to delay it. Just don't have it around you so you can avoid it a lot easier. <laughs> but I do want to thank everybody for, for hanging with us. Um, last week's show was one that I, I really, really wanted to make sure I got in. I've done two holiday shows for people who are going through a divorce or have been through one. And the holiday season is a really difficult time for them. So if you or someone you know is really um, having some angst around trying to get through this holiday season... Please listen to the replay of uh, last week's show, or, or go look up my uh, look at my log, and get the two shows, the two episodes on uh, your holidays, uh, not ruining, not having the holiday ruined because you've just gone through a divorce, and how to start new holiday traditions, how to start new holiday traditions if you've gone through a divorce. Some really good information in there for individuals, and especially for people who have children. Um, because this time of year can, can really be a struggle. And so I, I want to, as much as you, you can listen to this one in the replay, but because we're so close to the holiday season, please go and have a listen and share those with anybody you know that's gone through a divorce recently or has really been struggling with, uh, with divorce or they're in the middle of one right now during this holiday season. So everybody, thank you for joining me tonight and I will see you back here next week. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to my series, Divorce is Not a Destination. You can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Divorce is Not a Destination. And if you enjoyed this episode, recommend Divorce is Not a Destination to your family and friends. Be sure to join my live audience and see upcoming shows by registering for access here at Fireside. That's firesidechat.com backslash Lisa Summer Hour. L-I-S-A-S-U-M-M-E-R-O-U-R. Catch replays here on Fireside or your favorite streaming channel. Until next time, remember, your life, your journey, and divorce is not a destination. Live on Fireside.